Welcome to the Empath Rising Podcast, where we are healing from narcissistic abuse with human design, tarot, and astrology. I'm your host, Raven Scott. Make sure to share this podcast with a friend, spread the love, spread the light, and subscribe. You have so many planets in your 12th house. Let's go. Which... (laughs) We have, hopefully she'll record soon, a guest coming on the podcast. And it's all about, like, 12th house planet people. And I think 9th house. So ninth and 12th house have a lot to do with you are here for healing. Like, you are going through the trenches and you've got a lot of subconscious things that your soul chose to heal in this lifetime. When you have a, a lot of planets in either nine or twelve, yeah, I feel that. I'm sure, you know, yeah, you're like I'm feeling it, and I need to like. I'm, I'm in it. I'm ready to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So let's start with your human design chart. I'll share that because that is, for me, what's where I'm more comfortable. But yes. Yeah, and it's a little bit more foreign to those of you watching, too. If you have your human design chart, pull it out because you may have I got it. Like, great. Yeah, Michelle's got hers there. So when it says here in these little gray tabs, it looks kind of like a two-column table. But above your body graph, you have what it's the type. So your type is a generator. So you are in good company. 37% of all of us are generators. I share this type with you. The generator is the the factory of the world, the assembly line of doing. We're always working on projects, thinking about what we can do. We're doing, doing, doing like busy little bees, which sometimes can be a bit of spiritual bypassing and distraction. If you don't take time to sit with your emotions and heal as well. The challenge with this type is we aren't very patient, especially if you have a defined spleen center, which you don't. You have a nice, beautiful, open spleen center here on the left. The triangle at the bottom pointing to the right, yours is white. It has the numbers 48, 57, 44, etc. That's your spleen center. That has to do a lot with your immune system, your survival, and your like sense of timing and accomplishment. Your intuition is also there. There's a couple different centers that have timing, but I, I bring it up because I talk about patience, and that's kind of the center where we look at is like, do you have we all kind of are impatient? Can you stay still and find time to be patient? Um, and no, no, <laughs> you feel like you can't. Well, that's because not. you have an open root center. See the bottom square? These yes. are all these little shapes. They, they are like related to the chakra system. Are you familiar with the chakra system? Yes. My root chakra. I don't know. I don't know how good that is. Okay. Well, it's open, meaning you are more prone to conditioning pressures. Yeah, that's not good, right? 
Yeah, in the shadow, like every center has a shadow, like a thing that we need to grow and work on. And every center also has like a lesson to learn, a gift and a place of where you can reach emotional maturity. So if you're feeling like you're always under pressure, there's never enough time, you have to get all your to-do lists done, which I know in your state, that must be extremely aggravating because you can't, as a generator, just get up and do it. You're strapped to your seat. So that creates a lot of probably anxiety in you and frustration, which is your shadow part of your type as a generator. You see over there, it says not self-theme. Essentially, that's your ego. That's your shadow. Your shadow's emotion will always crop up as frustration. It's funny. We started this call before we hit record. You're like, it's so frustrating. (laughs) That is your... That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you want to... You want to have it done. You just, you can see it. You have the energy to do it. You want to do it. You're like, okay, let's just. Yeah, my husband is the same way. We want everything done yesterday. And my, my youngest daughter, actually both of them are that way. Our daughters, they're both like, right? Immediately now, yeah. done. It's so <laughs> interesting to see if you all have an open route. Because typically that yeah. is a very good sign that someone has an open route. Like the impatience of also the pressure, like you want to get it done just so you can alleviate the pressure. Like there's this, whenever there's a white center, I liken it to an amplifier, like a turn, you can turn up the volume, you can turn down the volume. You have the control of the volume, but you are the radio and there are, you know, the radio station from the collective, from your boss, from your spouse, from whoever is pumping out these these waves and it's like, let's do it, let's go, let's get it done. Or they may be thinking, well, something needs to get done, but since theirs is defined and they're pumping it out, they're gonna do it when they have the energy drive to do it. It's actually on a motorcycle. So they have a very cyclical way of getting stuff done, which I'm so okay. jealous of because we don't. We feel it and we're like, okay. Right. Let's get it done yesterday. Let's get it done. Let's yeah. do it. And they're like, no, not quite time yet. I'm not going to do it yet. And if you're married to someone like me who has the opposite yeah. of your route, it can be very frustrating, especially yeah. if you're like, well, why can't we just do it now? And they're like, well, it's because I'll do it later. Like, it, there's no pressure. There's no pressure there. Where for, for you, right, right. you feel that pressure. Yeah. So it's always. like relieving pressure for pressure's sake. It doesn't always make sense. And maybe you found yourself saying the wrong thing too quickly, sending a message too quickly, making a mistake because you just want to get it done versus making sure everything was sent in the right timing correctly. Like you didn't spell check something because you're like, I just need to send this email. Right. Like, yeah. Things like that can happen if you're always operating in this shadow part of, get it done yesterday. But if you can embrace the fact that everything moves just like the tide in life and it doesn't always have to get done, like your to-do list can wait. There are some items that need. That's a bad combo, Raven, with like an anxious attachment style. It is, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, can you imagine that? Especially like, let's say the narcissist is a defined root. You have an anxious attachment style. 
And then you yes. have anxiety and pressure to like get something done. And then you yep. get agitated and frustrated at this quote unquote lazy narcissist on the sofa. You know, there can be scenarios too there where the, the defined root center, they're just like, I'll, I'll get it done when I get it done. I don't want to get it done right it's now. It's like a, the perfect storm. It's terrible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, even I'm dealing with my daughter has a defined root and she's a projector, which is a whole other video, but she yeah. doesn't have that sacral, the box right above your root. That's the sacral center defined. She doesn't have that motor. She has to amplify the motor to get stuff done, which she can very much do and she can chug it out real quick. But she needs to work in short spurts. So when she's like, doesn't want to do homework, she won't do it. She's like, you can't make okay. you. I'm not doing it. Like, that's like the shadow of the defined root. Okay. okay. <laughs> Which, you know, narcissists are giant children. So I always love to use children. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All children are narcissists. It's just, it's just temporary. Some people are not very out of it, but all children are narcs. The world revolves around them and we're just here to support them. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And we keep bringing up narcissism because we are connected through the topic of narcissism. And you can find her channel at Bumped, Bruised, and Blessed to learn more about narcissism and having a parent as a narcissist. Yay. So the next one I want to move to, because a lot of people have this question. Are you looking at that four slash one profile number and going, what the heck is that? Yeah, what is that? (laughs) So that's a big part of your personality. Your profile is, let me see, let me simplify this because it can get really deep and intricate, which I know you're a Virgo. You love that. So your Okay, so all these black numbers on the right, so you see these co- the column on the right of your body yeah. graph? That's personality. Like yeah. your conscious personality. Like, you're very aware that, yeah, that's me, that's my personality. So the four line means that you have a majority of point fours over here. So you have a number and then a point, a decimal point, and then a four. So the, the sun, the earth, the top is a point four. Your Mercury's 0.4, Pluto, right? Is that Pluto? No, it's not Pluto. That's Venus is 0.4. And you have two others down here, Uranus and Neptune, 0.4. So you have a, a big group of 0.4. So therefore, your main theme is the line four, which relates to the I Ching. And there's a video that you can watch about the, the lines and profiles here that I made about the profiles and the I Ching. So essentially, that means that you are a people person. You're a networker. Like, consciously, you love to have conversations and connect with other people. You love to connect friends. Maybe you've set up, like, dates amongst, you know, friends that you have. Or you just love to chat and network and talk about whatever you're passionate about or business or what have you. Like, it's, it's very much a networking, cohesive profile. And if, okay. if I go to the profile, I'm just trying to type it in. Mm. That's the that's the simplest way I can to word it. And let me just 
tell you what the profile name is. Yeah, the opportunist. Sorry, I was blanking on it. I had to go to my new book's manuscript to refresh my memory on the name. The oh. opportunist. So you find opportunities for everything, for connections, for ideas, for... You do have the, the potential to find those connections for income and things like that because you're always looking for the next great opportunity. Got it. How does that feel? Do you feel like you have the potential to gather people together or to gather resources for your family? Yeah, for sure. It's funny because as an empath, like I've seen so many posts about this. It's like, I'm, I feel like I'm an ambivert, right? Yes. Because I'm extrovert. Like I love the social, but I need my time, you know, introverted as well. So yeah, yeah the social moment makes sense. And the reason why you love to also have your alone time is because your subconscious, which is the, the red on the left, everything that was 88 days, all the planets were there 88 days before you were born. That's your subconscious. That's the part of your your personality and being that you're not quite aware of. You may, someone right. may say something about you, like people outside your sphere see it, but you don't see it. It's in your subconscious. And that is called the investigator. The investigator is like a scientist. You love to just, you know, go introverted, read all the books about everything, research all the yeah. videos about whatever topics you're passionate about. And you can find yourself down a rabbit hole about investigating that particular topic. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Just over analytical, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you can freeze up and be so analytical or, or like, I'm not prepared enough. Like, let's say you want to book a flight yeah. to a trip. Like, I'm not prepared enough. I have to get more information and more information or take yes. the next step into your health protocol. You're like, but I need to just research a little bit more. Like, let me just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me prepare a little bit more. Yeah. So there's a balance in life and everything is to just be able to, to harness your conscious profile and say, well, I see an opportunity like you've done. Like, I'm going to grab this book. I'm going to read it. And then I'm going to just try and take that opportunity to apply as much as I can from it. But then your, your subconscious is fighting. It's like, no, like, let me, let me learn more about it. Let me make sure it's legit or maybe let's you know do some more research okay make sure that everyone's prepared before i get all the protocol okay the other thing that's really important do you have any questions before i move on to your inner authority no i guess like how does it apply to like everyday life i guess like these dichotomy like the does that how does that apply to like my daily exactly existence? so if we're talking about your profile right your personality for one yeah hmm. can you give me an example that i get I, I, I just feel stuck right now you know i just feel like i just feel stuck i feel like i'm in a funk <laughs> yeah well, and this may, so if you apply your profile, 
which is kind of what a little bit, I don't know how many other people you've talked about, about, you know, you trying to heal or your health protocols, but I know that we've talked about it, right? Right. I presented an opportunity for you to get the book. So I feel like your opportunist profile is getting all your feelers out there. It's like, how can I holistically heal from this? Because I know there's a possibility. I know there's a way, but like you're stuck, right? And the stuckness might be from your subconscious, not fully trusting and diving in deep because you need to sure. research it a little bit more. I have the book sitting literally right next to me. And it's like, I started reading it, but I used to love reading, loved reading. But like, I'm so like not actively reading right now. And I'm like, frustrated about it you know like there's i have a stack of books i want to read and that's important that's an important one and i'm just and like i'm what do you call it like i'm like at a stalemate yeah stand still yeah stand still okay this actually i feel applies more from your profile than onto your incarnation cross <clears throat> which is the cross of confusion. You have the sun in your conscious in gate 64, which is also the gate of confusion. So let me just pull that back up. I have actually the same gate in my sun as you. Good to know. Yeah. So I actually feel like I experience your incarnation cross as well because I have this gate defined. You guys are previewing my book before the release date here. So the gates in the head center. So if you look at the top triangle, your sun, right? Like, you know, in astrology, your sun is your main personality. You're a Virgo. You're analytical. You have a stellium in Virgo. Your Mercury is in Virgo, right? So you do love to research in books. But you're, you're stuck in a stalemate because, possibly, of this confusion. The gate 64 is the gate of confusion. This also in the I Ching means before completion. So you've gone a long way in your journey, in your learning. You almost have mastered it. It's almost complete. Yet there's just like one more piece to the puzzle that's going to bring you this aha moment. And of okay. course, your son is in Virgo, so the zodiac related to the gate 64 is Virgo. Now, I don't know if you're into the gene keys, but these have really helped me figure out how I can grow in my personality and emotional intelligence and through the human design gate. So like I said, the shadow of this is confusion. Like you have all these books, you're confused about what path to take, but the gift here in the lesson is to use your imagination okay so that i would imagine would be more of stillness and using your intuition to know what feels right for you because we hadn't gone back to your your inner authority in your chart your inner authority is emotional because you have your solar plexus, your emotional center defined here on the bottom right. 
So using your imagination is through using your intuition and listening to your higher self know what what feels right. Not what do I think? And this is the, I think the stalemate is like, who's going to win? Your emotions of your inner authority of like, how do I move past this block? What feels right to me? What's the next right step? Versus what makes sense to me in my head? You know, I think, I feel like a lot of us have this, like, we have to have this left brain. We live in a left brain mental society. Yeah. But for everyone, which a lot of people have this, who have their emotional solar plexus defined, like who have essentially your inner authority is like your higher self's wisdom telling you yeah. what is the next right sign. Like Right, your intuition. You see, yeah, your intuition. You see signs, you see things, you see numbers, whatever you see. It's all about feeling, which is not the left brain thing. That's a right brain thing. How do you feel about this? Let's say, let's take, for instance, a medical medium. How do you feel about this cleanse? Do you feel excited about it? You're going to have, you're going to have a cycle. All right, we got to Okay. Minutes. You're going to have a cycle. So at first you may feel really excited about it. That's usually what happens. A new opportunity is presented. You're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm so excited. I'm going to do it. And then you kind of find yourself pausing. It's like, Imagine a tide, yeah. right? High tide came in. Now it's going back out. Now you're down. You're like, well, what if it makes my conditions worse? What if it aggravates things? What if it doesn't work? What if all hope is lost, right? That's like your lower emotional concerns and feelings. And then you come back to the middle again, the neutral point. That's when you decide, is the medical medium right for me or not? How does it feel now to you? Does it feel hopeful? Does it feel like a bunch of crock? Like, how does it feel? And then that's your answer. I, I do that. believe that's the way. I, that's the way I'll go. My intuition. There's all sorts of synchronicities affirming it. I do believe. I feel great about it. I just, I just get overwhelmed. I think. Yeah, from the head, from your gate of confusion, and you also have the gate of opinions. So the opinions of the world around you, of your conditioning, of your childhood, of what, you know, major, you know, doctor, whatever the doctors say, which I do know your opinion about that. So that helps you with your intuition. <laughs> great, great. On top of the confusion of all these ideas of making sure whatever, you know, it's like the, like I said, it's the left brain fighting the right brain. So the imagination is diving into how does it feel? And, okay. you know, you don't have to do medical medium. It's not the end-all cure-all, but it's just one example of how do you use your inner authority? I mean, it's like going out with friends. Like yeah. some people say yes right away who have emotional inner authority. And then when it comes to an hour to it, they're like regretting that they said yes because all they want to do is stay home in their PJs. Like, so uh, it's yes. just a lesson in learning to wait to say yes never commit to anything yes and just feel through it through your emotional cycle to know this okay. is right for me yeah it's that ambivert yep ambivert and tuning into your yeah how 
how things feel for you versus do you think it's the right thing? You know, a lot of people say, oh, what do you think about that? For you, right. it's always like training yourself to be like, how do I feel about that more than think? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to focus more on following my intuition and honoring my intuition because, you know, narcissistic abuse, silly enough, that it really just destroys that part of you, you know, where you don't think highly of anything you have. No self-respect, like, no, you, they render you, you know, helpless. You're helpless without the narc, right? Yeah. Yeah. They have you rely on them. You're extremely confused all the time because your intuition's saying one thing, but they're convincing you right. of the opposite. And so even though they may be out of your life, it's still a subconscious conditioning you have to erase. And that's why I love human design because it's telling you right here, how do I re- erase yeah. The lies and the conditioning, especially if you had it in your childhood from a narcissist, well, it's your inner authority. Start practicing and listening to your inner authority in the smallest of things every day, all day long, and then you'll you'll be able to master that for the bigger things in your life when you need it. It's my dog that keeps moving. Dog's moving. I tried to flare him out, but... He's there. Okay. We love dogs to be part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. So we're almost out of time. We have one more qu- last question I can answer before we yeah. end here. So you were saying, what about the healing? Like what, what, part, what element is that? The 12th house healing. I think. Okay, so you have your son, which is your identity, yourself. Currently, you would identify as, you know, whatever, you know, if you had to describe it, it's like, I have this, you know, illness and whatever, like, this is why I'm this way. But so that's almost like related to, okay, your 12th house. 12th house is subconscious. 12th house is dreams. Um, it's the, it is the nearing of the completion, right? The, the completion of the Zodiac, cause that's the last house there. So a lo- there's a lot of subconscious things to heal here. So your subconscious sense of selves, your subconscious sense of expansion or abundant. Jupiter is abundant. Healing your way that you we just talked about it, the way that you process information. It's not about thinking. You have to process it through your feeling. And then Saturn, you have Saturn as well, which is the mother of all responsibility, healing subconsciously the responsible parts, the parts where you feel like you need to step up, you need to create more organization or more order in your life. Those are all the themes that require healing. Okay. These all relate in your chart. If you take a look at your human design chart, I can quickly find Zoom again. Stop share. Okay. And then I share your human design chart. So we looked at 
the thing that popped in my head was Saturn. So I'm just going to go to Saturn on the left because it's your subconscious in the 12th house. It's a gate 47 here in your chart. Gate 47 is in your Ajna center. That's also a place where there's digesting of information. <clears throat> and if I quickly just go through what that is in a minute, this gate is realization. So this gate, the shadow of this gate of Saturn, Saturn feeling like there's oppression here. The gift and lesson through this gate is transmutation, changing of form, and the enlightenment is transfiguration. So this energy is really applying knowledge and insights in a practical way. And it's about taking theories and turning them into something usable, a usable tool or strategy that has real world application. That's the energy of your Saturn in the 12th house in your Okay. So you might need to replay that and re-listen. And I can send you an email with that, the verbiage awesome. here. To kind of process and digest it because it is on the subconscious level. I need to do that. Yes, you need to digest it's in my chart. and you need to feel through it. It's in your chart. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Raven. That's cool. You're welcome. I love all of this like self development because that's in. It's imperative to healing, you know, any trauma. It is because the reason that you may be succumbed to the, the lies of your negative mind and the trauma is because you just, it's, a, a, it's a, like a lost sense of self. You know, when right. When you're powerful in your own sense of self and your own truth, there's more armor up and there's less to be conditioned. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stuff. You're welcome. Of your blog. I was reading all like how to decipher all of this, but it's way better to have you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know with all the information I've written out there, it is a lot simpler, right? Because you're like, just get to the point. What about me? Right? What about yeah. mine? <laughs> it's just a lot. It's a lot to process, but. Yeah. You break it down like to a digestible, you know, I appreciate that. Good. I'm glad that it's digestible. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day and email me any questions you have. Of course. Awesome. Okay. Great even. You're welcome. If you wish to get your human design chart read on the show for free, email me for limited time at ravenscottshow at gmail.com and if you'd like to have a private reading on special offer for only $50 again for a limited time only then head on over to ravenscott.show forward slash shop thank you so much for joining us on this enlightened episode here the empath rising podcast it would mean the world to us and actually add to the success of this podcast if you shared it with a friend, share it on your socials and tag me at Raven Scott Show. To continue your journey towards self-discovery and healing, don't forget to grab your free human design chart 
its personalized roadmap to understanding your unique energy blueprint at ravenscott.show. And for an even deeper insights into your empathic nature and relationships, be sure to listen to The Empath and the Narcissist Audible book, or you can grab your paperback. It is a profound exploration of my specific journey and healing, providing you with tools for healing as well. And an exclusive offer here for you, just for you, you empathic community here in the podcast. You can now get your personalized human design chart reading for only $50. If you click the link in the show notes, head over to the episode page. It's an invaluable opportunity to gain clarity and guidance on your life path and areas that you can focus on to guard yourself up against the narcissist. And if you'd like to learn more about how to read your chart and the human design gate transits, I also have an invaluable offer to get immediate access to our exclusive podcast content for a limited time price at $19.99. This is your chance to take control of your healing process, to gain clarity, and to unleash your true potential. So simply click the link to the show notes and Simply click the link in the show notes to the episode page and you will find the link there to join the membership to gain exclusive human design content directly to your podcast feed wherever you're listening. You'll get an email. It'll send you that RSS feed that you can copy and paste and follow. It's so simple and you don't have to download any other apps. So join now and listen to the exclusive information and gain your roadmap on how to understand your human design chart, as well as starting to understand each of the human design gates as they transit. Remember, I'm here to support you. Your empathic ability is your uniqueness. So keep your empathic light shining brightly and let human design be your guiding star on your journey to healing and self-discovery. I'm here to support you at every step of the way. And on the episode page, you can participate in the poll question I've posted so we can create a community amongst ourselves on the website, as well as leave a reply of your thoughts and your questions regarding today's episode. So all of that is in the one link in the show notes. Head on over to the episode page. Until next time, keep your unique light shining. Swear I won't forget this, why do I regret this? In my mind reckless, thoughts are feeling endless Sitting up I'm breathless, anxiety's infectious I feel so defenseless, betrayed and embarrassed I hate being open, I hate being broken I feel like an ocean filled up with emotion Anger ain't a potion, rub it on like lotion I can feel it soaking, reopen, the scars have awoken I can't move on till I let go I feel so lost now Never at home, need to be strong, every breath hold Cause I can't move on till I let go I can't move on till I let go I feel so lost, never at home Need to be strong, every breath hold Cause I can't move on till I let go You know, navigating the triggers and the stress and the PTSD after trauma and after narcissistic abuse, 
it's especially challenging. It's a challenging journey. And I personally can attest that I have gone through this. Your well-being is the utmost importance for your healing journey, for you, for your children. And I wanted to create a workshop for you based off of an experience I recently had that I've created this healing process for myself to somatically clear out all of the stress from the triggers within my own body. So here are the deets on this workshop I've just created. It is somatic healing and it involves reconnecting with your body to release the stored tension, emotions, and trauma. I will guide you through exercises and techniques to help you ground yourself, to manage your stress, and to reclaim a sense of control over your well-being and energy. You don't want to miss this opportunity to grab this free workshop and to take charge of your healing process. You will get somatic healing exercises that you'll have in your back pocket for all times, including somatic trauma release shaking, active aura breathing, reciting a releasing mantra, releasing from your hips, grounding meditation. I do an energetic sage cleansing ceremony and a powerful healing mantra to have for your protection and empowerment and to claim your power back. So join me and let's move towards a future filled with resilience, joy, and inner peace. Grab your seat today and get the video access to Releasing Triggers Somatic Healing Workshop today. The link is in the show notes.